0: Get Fit Guy to learn more.
1: Welcome to the Get Fit Guy's quick and dirty tips to slim down and shape up. My name is Ben Greenfield. I'm the Get Fit Guy, and in today's episode, you're going to get three tips on how to be a complete fitness freak when you're traveling. All right. So here's the deal. I just returned from a three-day conference. While I was there, I was shocked at the number of conversations I overheard and the number of people who mentioned to me, perhaps knowing I'm a fitness guru, how much fitness they lose while traveling, participating in multi-day conferences and jetting to and from planes, trains, and automobiles without access to their normal daily workout routine or their health club. But I beg to differ. I'm not saying this to brag, but rather to give you a personal example. As a guy who is on the road for an average of two weeks out of every month, I manage to maintain 3% body fat at 180 pounds of mostly muscle. I compete in some of the most difficult races on the face of the planet. I get sick about once every three years. I manage to squeeze anywhere from 45 to 90 minutes of exercise and movement into every single busy day, and I return from many days of travel across multiple time zones with no jet lag. You get the idea. So, how do I do this? Well, here's a few quick and dirty tips. Number 1, I make the airport a gym. And no, you don't have to drop and do push-ups outside the Delta lounge or head-turning embarrassing burpees at the gate while waiting for your plane to depart. And instead, you can just try a few of these simple personal tips. Don't sling your bags across your shoulder. Instead, hold them in your hands to work on grip strength, whether you're walking or standing in line. Duck into the stall of the bathroom and do 50 bodyweight squats where nobody can see you. Take the stairs always, no escalators ever. I'm serious, unless there actually aren't any stairs. Don't sit while waiting for your plane to board walk or stand or find a quiet corner and do calisthenics like jumping jacks or bodyweight squats or stretches that move lymph and blood flow like arm swings and leg swings. And if you want to be super clandestine, just drop into a front plank hold or a squat hold. You won't be moving much, but you'll get plenty of exercise from that. And then while standing in line at security or customs or to board the plane to get a coffee, etc., always be doing things like toe raises and arm curls with your bags and knee dips and squats and any other movement you can muster. Don't worry. There'll be plenty of time waiting for your plane to leave the ground for you to do those last-minute phone checks. Now, number two is to exercise when you get to where you're going. Because exercising when you get to your final destination is one of the best ways to beat jet lag and establish a normal circadian rhythm. By the way, the other ways are via exposure to natural light and eating at the set mealtime for the destination you're headed to. And yes, I'm just like everybody else. I find exercise to be hard when I get done with a long day of travel. My body is stiff, my eyes are tired, and all I really want to do is flop on the hotel bed and flip on the TV. But here's a few of my key secrets to making exercise happen anyways. Number one, get through the first two minutes of exercise and it all gets easier from there. Probably due to the fact that two minutes is about how long it takes for your body to switch from an anaerobic non-oxygen utilizing mode to an aerobic oxygen utilizing mode. So I suggest beginning with something relatively passive and easy that tricks your body into getting through those first two minutes like jumping jacks, walking on a treadmill, treading water in a pool, etc. Trust me, Starting with heavy squats or burpees is a lot more difficult than starting with easier options. Number two is to have a plan So on the plane, for example, I'll jot down on a piece of paper What I plan on doing when I actually get to my hotel to reduce decision-making fatigue For example two minutes of jumping jacks 10 push-ups 20 squats 30 mountain climbers 40 vertical jumps and repeat that for five times Next reward yourself I'll often avoid eating any snacks, foods, meals, mini bar indulgences, or anything else until after I've done my workout when I've arrived at my final destination, but then I promise myself that if I can simply get through that 30-minute workout after arriving, I'll treat myself to a walk over to a local restaurant that ranks high on Yelp or Urban Spoon or TripAdvisor, or I'll make a trip to the hotel pool for 15 rewarding minutes relaxing in the hot tub with a newspaper or a glass of wine, or both. You get the idea. Give yourself a carrot on the end of a stick. If it's written down and outsourced to a piece of paper, I'm far less likely to succumb to decision-making fatigue and far more likely to simply set down my bags in my hotel room, pull out that piece of paper I jotted down ideas on on the airplane or in the car ride over to the hotel, and just get it done.
0: The MetPro app actually allows you to start tracking, analyzing and learning what your metabolism responds to using science. And my listeners get up to 1 month for free when you sign up if you head to metpro.co/getfitguy to take advantage of this opportunity. That's metpro.co/getfitguy for up to 1 month for free.
1: Okay, here's the next step: Use Google Maps. As soon as I get to my hotel or my Airbnb or wherever else I'm staying, I open Google Maps and I plug in my lodging address. And then I use the search nearby function to identify the following. Number one, gyms and health clubs. Any of these often have very affordable guest pass rates or if you visit the gym's website, free guest passes that you can print or put on your phone to get you a complimentary visit to the facility. And these facilities are often far, far better and more equipped than a hotel gym. Pools. I'll do a Google map search for local city pools, YMCA pools, health clubs with pools, and any other pools that give me water to exercise in. I always travel with goggles and an underwater MP3 player in my travel bag, and that allows me to get instant access to lap swimming, water running, underwater breath-holding routines, and all my favorite water workouts while I listen to audiobooks or podcasts or music. Next is parks. The oxygenation from plants and trees, therapy from nature, green and plant aromas, sunlight and fresh air can make the overall blah, stale feeling a body often has during travel to just melt away. A brisk walk through a local park is something that can easily be mixed with dips and push-ups on park benches, burpees, short sprints, pull-ups from tree branches, or mini yoga sessions. You get the idea. With just a few hours habits, and systems worked into your travel routine, you don't need to be that person whose body gets wrecked every time you go to a conference, event, or any other travel obligation. Instead, there's no excuse not to arrive back from a bout of travel even more fit than when you started. Now, if you have questions, comments, or feedback about any of these methods to maintain fitness when you travel, you can join the conversation over at facebook.com slash And until next time, I'm Ben Greenfield, the Get Fit Guy, asking you, what are you waiting for? Go get fit.